Welcome to Morsi Therapy Podcast. My name is Brian Morsi. So I am so excited about today's podcast. This is actually my first uh, guest. And um, so as you could tell by uh, reading the uh, podcast notes and all that, what this is actually about. And what better person to discuss it with than my lovely wife, Tammy. Tammy, you want to say hey? Hello. So she's she's nervous, so y'all have to bear with her uh, because um, she's never really talked in front of a mic. Even though she's only talking in front of me, I guess it's it can be a little bit intimidating. So Definitely intimidating. Yeah? Are you nervous? I am. Okay. We'll pretty much tell you a story about us. Um, about how we met, how we got together. We first met in church um, at our church that we are currently going to now at um, North Jacks. I only remember certain things because it has been a long time ago and I am older. <laughs> so so I do remember the first time I saw you, I remember that you, if I, <laughs> and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe that you had a you had those uh, tan type uh, khakis on. I did with a white shirt, and I wasn't sure if that was a um, a what do you call those? Uh, it was a soft neck brace. Yeah, no, no, no. The neck brace I knew, but I'm talking <laughs> about the the uh, turtleneck is what I was trying to say. I don't know <clears throat> if that's right, but I knew it was a white shirt. I hadn't seen her up until then, and so of course I, you know, as all I believe all um, relationships start out. It starts out with initial attraction. And so, obviously, I was attracted because uh, here we are 20 years later. And um, I had my son with me, and I had um, his um, diaper bag. Slung and we were sitting shoulder. on... Yeah, we <laughs> were sitting on the second row. I believe you were sitting on the third row with your mom and uh, Phil, so... Anything you want to add or interject into that as far as that scene? What well, I mean, what what you know, what were the thoughts? You know, was it automatically? It was probably just love at first sight uh, was, type thing. It was definitely love at first sight. Really? Yeah, you walking with Bailey on that front pew with the bag at first sight with a diaper bag slung over the shoulder. Yeah, that that's what did it. That, the diaper bag, or that and you were you were you are still are very handsome. Uh-huh, you had the muscles uh-huh. out and. Yeah, well, yeah. Back then, I mean, you you would think that you would dress. Um, I don't know if appropriate is the word, but there's certain things that you address going to church. And I had like a very tight muscle shirt on. Yeah, basically, kind of. Yeah, but it was a Wednesday night, so it's yeah. not like it was a you know dress up thing. And um, I don't know. Did we talk then? That night? No, your dad and my mom's the one that got us together. They're the one that. That passed the phone numbers off, and we started talking on the phone. So it was kind of a matchmaker-type setup. I was trying to think if... So we talked none that night. We just... We seen each other. Seen each other. Both and then that said was, something to our parents. Yeah. And that's kind of where it began. And back then, it was... I mean, cell phones were out, but it's. I think back then it cost a lot still to 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 make a call and stuff like that, so... I remember my dad telling me, he goes, listen, he says, um, 
Here's her number. You can give her a call. She's single. And um, he said, I know it's long distance, but I'll pay for it. And I said, okay. I said, I can do that. I mean, is there any, any more you want to lead into as far as the church part goes or any any added things that you could think of right then? or No, just a little backstory is my mom started bringing me to church. Um, I had just got out of a very, very bad relationship. And an accident. And an accident. <laughs> um, so I had just started coming to church again with my mom. She started coming to pick me up and bringing me. So it was, Okay. So you didn't live with your mom back then? No. Okay. I had just recently moved back in because I had split with the person I was with. Uh, okay, gotcha. And I can remember our first um, conversation on the phone that it seemed to be, I don't know, I can't pinpoint, but if I had to guess, it had to be, um, I would say it probably had to be about three hours long, yeah. roughly. Uh, we, for two people that really didn't know each other, we kind of, you know, talked about a lot, I guess, and uh, where she was, where I was, and uh, yeah, so it kind of went from there, and I think that was in, I want to say that was around in March, mm-hmm. roughly, and then we had our first date, 4th of July, 4th, 4th of, of July, 4th of July, and that was in 2002. Very good. Yeah. So that was 4th of July. I remember that. Um, do you remember uh, what you were wearing the uh, first time? Because I do. <laughs> no, you're not going to bring that up. <laughs> I do remember that. So the the first time uh, I, that we went on a date, uh, she was wearing a blue jean. What do you call that? It was like a blue jean rompers. <laughs> okay. So she was a blue jean and she had, um, I guess it was, it was all one piece, right? All kinda one like, piece. All kind of like a jumpsuit th- type thing. Yes. It was all jeans. You liked it. Yeah, I did. I liked it. And um, I don't even know what I was wearing. Probably just jeans, I, I would assume. Jeans, jeans and, and a, a muscle sh- shirt. Oh, and a shirt. Okay. <laughs> That's back when I did have muscles. Um, so, yeah. So, we went there and our first date, we went to... Regency, and that's kind of a long stretch because you lived in Middleburg, and I drove all the way from Middleburg, well, I drove from my house in Callahan to Middleburg, from Middleburg all the way to Regency, and now, why, I have no idea why we just didn't go to Orange Park. Maybe we wanted to be farther away from anyone. I I don't know. So, anyway, so it was Regency, and we watched Star Wars, Mm -hmm. and that was the one with... Jar Jar Binks in it, I believe, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. So we seen that. Do we? I can't remember. Did we go out to eat? That I, I don't, don't remember. remember. I remember riding back over the Dames Point uh, and watching the fireworks go off. Yeah, I do remember that. I do remember that. And I think we went back to my dad's place we and did. and hung out there um, for a while, and then I took you back, and that was pretty much our first date, right? Hmm. Why are you shaking your head? No. Oh, okay. I had it right. Yeah. I was like, I forgot something or something. Okay, so... Well, there was a kiss or two in there. Yeah. yeah it was, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I didn't want to say uh, kissed on the first date. I mean, you know, I didn't want to put all that out there. But um, 
Yeah, I think from there we kind of... Um, we talked for a, a long time on the phone. I didn't even get to meet Bailey for a long time. Yeah, probably, what, close to six months maybe? Yeah. So, so yeah, so we... Uh, I don't know if it started being a weekly thing then or was there a gap in between. All remembers the first main date. I remember when it was. I remember you kept on trying to tell me that it wasn't serious. You weren't oh, serious. Yeah. And yeah, because you, you had just got a relationship. Yeah. I just got a relationship, and I just didn't want to push the envelope and make it any, anything serious right off the bat. So, yeah. Um, so that's why I was kind of standoffish when that came to that. Um, but I believe that we continued to go to church, I believe— even started to sit with me in church, right? I did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On the second row. Yeah. My dad wasn't happy. Yeah, why was that? Yeah. Because he wanted me not to sit with you in church. <laughs> well, I mean, it sure would have been right in front no, of him. He so wanted not... to, yeah, I don't know. He just wanted me to make sure that I was paying attention and not paying attention to the man next to me. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's there's not a lot that, you know, you can... Well, no, it's not that say he thought or do that I, because I mean, for one, you've got the preacher directly in front of you, and for two, you had your mom and your dad directly well, behind fact, us. So it wasn't the fact that he thought we were going to do anything. It was just or cut had, up. I mean, because we were right there. Well, we were both not to adults mention at that time. Yeah, we're both adults. But he still was, you know, he's so, a protective dad, and he wanted to make sure I was doing what I was supposed to be doing in church. And, and do you do you remember what how old you were? And how old I was. I was 21, wasn't I? Yeah. Yeah. 21. You got me in my prime. And I was 30. Mm-hmm. So it was $9, or $9 difference, <laughs> nine-year nine difference. Let me say that over. There was a nine-year difference, which kind of has a little bit of a, I don't know, um, what do you call it when uh, coincidences? Maybe that my parents uh, actually have a nine-year difference uh, between their age as well. Now, I think my mom was definitely older when that happened, but nonetheless, there's a nine-day nine. I'll get it right. There is a nine-year difference between the two. Up until that point, um, I mean, was there, you know, any thoughts on to the person? that you're dating or, you know, any, any negative, any red flags, anything like that From other than, other than having a, you know, a child and you have never been married before. So. Yeah. I mean, there was, there was no red flags. And for me, you having a, a child wasn't a problem for me. Um, I will say I was intimidated. Um, I wanted to be. Because of the muscles. Well, no, uh. <laughs> you know, it was, with a child and because that is somebody else's child and he had a mother and it was, it was hard for me to kind of figure out my place with all of that. Um, but I think we did a pretty good job and. Yeah. I mean, we did, it's not like we went off and got married right off the bat either. So. No. And I mean, but it also showed me the type of man that you were, that you took the time for me to get to meet Bailey. Yeah. Um, that was just like a, a little preempt of, you know, of the type of man that, that I was starting to get involved with at that time. Yeah, well, looking back, 
I did. There were there were little things that I had reserves on um, because uh, it, you know you were twenty one. Um, you were in a lot of baggage. I brought a lot yeah, of baggage. a lot of a lot of baggage as far as your last relationship. But it, I'm not sure if it was that or maybe there was just some things questionable. Maybe it was because I was coming out of a relationship and I wasn't sure what I wanted this to be. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because I, I knew I didn't want to get serious right off the bat. I knew that um, that I was not prepared probably for a relationship. Maybe, maybe I can say that not only for me but for you as well that we both got into a relationship too soon. Mm-hmm. On both parts. Um, and I think Brother Herb, even when we went for some counseling early on, I think he even told us then that, because you were still going through the ending of, you know, although it was done before I stepped into the picture, Brother Herb gave us that advice that we should, you know, back off until everything was closed. And, and we, st- regardless, I mean, we did bring a lot of baggage both into this relationship started off with. And that was something that we did have to. Now, I, I, I do know that I think we started getting more and more serious as the time time went on. Christmas came around. Um, I think that, you know, things were getting, I think, more so serious. I think I was still standoffish, I think, for a while, I believe, you know, trying to get my stuff straight, trying to find, a, you know, a place to live and um, coming out of a relationship and, you know, dealing with those uh, issues and struggles and nuances with, you know, uh, visiting, Bailey visiting certain times and stuff like that, that whole. Uh, Which all- was hard in itself, yeah. um, you know, because you get in a routine, you know, when you have them and then him leaving and it was, it was, it was hard. Yeah, it was, it was hard for sure. Jumping a little bit forward um, into it and I think I had, I don't know, I got into the ring. It seemed to be close to a month prior to when we got married, which was a year later. It was a year later, but I, I do remember that we had been ready for it. We had been preparing for it. We, you know, had different things, or at least we thought we were prepared for it. I, I, it seemed to me like it was almost like right off the cuff of, hey, you know what? Let's just go get married. Do you, do you recall much of that, or was it not like that? Well, I mean, you proposed to me on, on mom's birthday, July 3rd, and we were married July 10th. I know. that's, But I'm just saying, at first, that wasn't the original plan, I don't no, believe. That was no. not the original plan. No. Because your parents, I believe, were out of town. My parents were out of town. So it I was... I think we just, we wanted to be together and we wanted to do it right. We didn't want to... No, we, I remember us talking and deciding the 10th, but it was when we you first proposed, that was not the plan. All right, so rolling back in just a little bit, let's, let's go back to the proposal and then we'll kind of, uh, we'll kind of wrap this episode up maybe. Um so do you remember the proposal? Oh, I remember the proposal. I mean, I know we got pictures of it. Bailey had to be two-ish, uh, three? Yeah. he was Two-ish, he, three, somewhere around there? Yeah, I think he had just turned two. He was maybe two and a half, yep. maybe. So that's when I lived in the studio apartment out of Jack's Beach, and I had set up, literally, it seemed like it took forever to light 100 candles. Yep. 
Yeah, the and rose petals. Had the rose petals, and the ring was out. I had Bailey with a little red bow tie, which I actually still have. Yeah. And that was actually mine before then. I just put it on him and um, because I wanted him part of the whole ordeal. I didn't want it to be separated. Uh, it was like a package deal that you would have gotten. Yeah. Um, he asked me, after you asked me, he asked me if I wanted to be a part of, of y'all's family. Yeah. What are some of the, real quick, well, before we wrap this up and we pull into the end of this episode, what, what are some, you think, misconceptions of people that, um, I guess in some cases, just in a hurry to get married, um, whether it be the, you know, they don't put a lot of thought into it. A lot of people don't even wait, what, six months, maybe not even that long. Well, I think for us, I, I do think we got married a little too soon. I think that we weren't ready in a lot of ways, although we had talked about a lot of stuff. We just wanted to be right in God's eyes. You know, we were struggling a lot, you know, uh, physically, you know, us being together and we wanted to do right. Um, so that was one of the things that kind of, to me, kind of drove us to get married too. Um, but I think we kind of walked into it too soon. I think we didn't work through everything that we should have worked through because we both carried a lot of baggage into our marriage. Um, you know, I was in a very, you know, uh, mental ab- abusive relationship prior to walking in with you and, I carried so much of that, yeah. so and much of it. Now that you say that, so there, that, that's a big uh, misconception or a big lie that a lot of people uh, let their self believe into, and that is that, you know, if the person I'm with, whether it be male or female, um, if just because they're abusive mentally a little bit here and there, that that should be a red flag. I think that should be a very uh, should be a very realistic red flag. Most definitely. I mean, because they're coming into our relationship, there were things because I had already put up my guard in a lot of ways because I was hurt and I was abused for a lot of years mentally. So when you would react or you would say something to me or you your your actions. I automatically would, that defense would come up. I would shut down. I would think it was happening again. And that struggled for a long time. I mean, I mean, for years in our marriage, it took me to get out of that and realize that you're not him. You're not doing that to me. You're not the same person, you know, and your love is very much different. So you this. would definitely say that as, you know, some people um, not, I think I, I don't want to out or speak out a term, but a lot of times it is a female that is having to deal with this yes. uh, more so than, than a male, uh, even though it does happen to males. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, never think that you're going to go into a relationship or even a marriage for that fact and think that you're going to change the person that you're with. That almost inevitably never happens. Now, in our case... We had to grow up a little bit. I think that we grew in to our love. I don't think we fully had the meaning or knew what we were actually getting into at the beginning until into our marriage, until it came, we had to experience certain 
uh, circumstances for us to appreciate each other. Mm-hmm. And I think that right off the bat, that is a, a lot of people think that they can just change that other person. And that's not the case. You know, the person may not do something that you like and, oh, I'm just going to give up and that's going to be all. And, and if that's the case, you might as well not get married anyway. Marriage you, is a lot of hard work every you, single day. Yeah, if you don't have that mentality that you're going to get into this relationship and make it work, you know, and at the first sign of adversity that I'm going to back out and I'm going to quit. I'm going to take my toys and I'm going to go home. Yeah. You can't have that because of the fact of now you have two people and sometimes a kid is already brought into this. And and a lot of people say, oh, kids are resilient, stuff like that. But I'm telling you, it, it scars kids. You know, I grew up in a broken home, so I know what the so the I. feeling yeah. is on and the impact that it leaves on you. A lot of parents, they just say, oh, they're resilient, they can get over it, and that's going to be it. But that's not the truth. Um, you have years of, and I'm not saying that you need to go on to, you know, Dr. Phil or any of these other shows and just pour out your heart and everything else. But I am saying that there is consequences to the actions that you make. So, um Well, even Bailey, I mean, divorce happened, right? Yeah. And, you know, he's had to live, I mean, you know, in two separate houses, you know, growing up. And that's something that he's going to have to, you know, he's going to always remember. He's going to have memories of that, you know. So, I mean, divorce is hard on kids regardless. I mean, we've been lucky that, you know, even though the divorce happened that, you know, we got along with his mom you know, fairly well. We had no major issues and we were all at the T-ball games together and all at the soccer games and basketball. And, you know, we raised Bailey, um, you know, together and that's the way it should be, but it's still hard on kids. I mean, I remember going back and forth between my, my dad's house in Jacksonville and my mom's house in, in Lake City and, and just the feelings that you feel having to leave one parent and go to the other and, and although I didn't experience some of the things that you did in your childhood, you know, with some of the rough things, um, it's still hard dealing with that as yeah. a child. There is only one true way that you will ever make a relationship work. I don't care how good you are, how good a communicator you are. There are certain things that is necessary uh, for a marriage, and one is putting God in the center of your marriage. God created marriage, and without the key ingredient of a marriage, it will not work. Now, now, granted, over time, I, I, I get this. There are probably people that make that work somehow, some way, and they, they put in the time, they put in the hard work, and they may not go to church, but I'm telling you that it, with God in the center, it makes things a lot easier. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, I agree. I know that's how we made it this far. Yes. So with you know, with that being said, I'm going to kind of draw this episode to a close, and I want to um, thank my lovely wife for being on this episode. We will pick this up with a second episode. I had a feeling that we would get into talking, and it would be uh, pretty much longer than what we thought. But with that being said, um, I appreciate y'all listening and tuning in, and... Um, I'll see you on the next one. Don't forget to follow, like, and listen. You can find us on all the major platforms, including our page on Facebook and Instagram. And you can email me at morsey 
therapy at gmail.com.